Hello and welcome to the Meals by Madeline podcast where we talk about anything and everything. I'm not a professional. I am just a dietetic student at Miami University. I'm a rising sophomore, so take my advice with a grain of salt. And let's get into it. Today I'm going to be talking about high school and college freshman advice. If I sound a little down, I've had a little bit of a tough day but I'm all right now. I've got my vitamin water, which is like one of my favorite drinks, and I'm feeling good. I'm excited to do this episode. Just took a drink. I promise I will not take any more drinks during this episode because I know that that can be gross. Also, I'm not going to really be editing because I don't know how to edit yet. So we're just going to go for this. So. I'm going to start with high school to give a brief brief synopsis of my high school experience, which was a little different because I transferred high schools. Um, I went to a private school my freshman year, and then I switched back to a public school my sophomore year through my senior year, and I graduated there uh, with the kids that I grew up with. I only went to private school eighth and ninth grade because I went through a really hard time in eighth grade and I needed a change of scenery, but when I went back to high school, I had a really tough time. Um, It was kind of like I was thrown into a place where everyone was already in groups, and no one had really known what what happened to me, because I wasn't really open with that at that time um, about my mental health. Obviously, now I am, because I love to help people, but Yeah, so this is coming from a pretty tough high school experience. I was so excited to get the F out of there after senior year, and I basically didn't really, I haven't really talked to anybody except for my closest friends since. So, the number one tip I have for high school is that in high school, people are dying to be seen and heard, and because of that, kids are gossiping and starting drama all the time. So because of this, I think that you should pick and choose what you tell people. Um, You'll be lucky to find one person that you can really trust in high school, and you might not find anyone. I would just keep your thoughts and um, deep emotions and deepest secrets to yourself because then there's less of a chance for it to spread, especially if you're at a small school things can spread really fast. Another thing in regards to that is that some people won't like you, and that's okay. I really had a hard time with this in high school. It's hard to feel like all eyes are on you and like everyone doesn't like you, but I promise that, first of all, everybody is too focused on themselves, and also some people just won't like you, and you have to get over it. So that's that. My next tip comes from my friend Avery's boyfriend, which is don't be afraid to get involved. It looks good on college applications, and I strongly agree with this. In high school, I really only did cross-country and track and NHS, and I wish that I had gotten involved in more things, and especially with trying other sports, because I really didn't do that, and who knows, maybe I would have really loved another sport. Like, for example, senior year, if you want to go play tennis, but you've never played before, I think you should go and try that because who knows, maybe you'll really like it. And then when you get to college, you can join a club for that uh, activity and meet friends through that. Um, 
obviously college is the best time to try new things because it's kind of like a fresh start. But in high school, you should not be afraid to say no. Try new things, get involved, and at the very least, you can put it on your college application and say you tried it. My next thing is, although it's good to say yes to a lot of things in regards to school, it's okay to set boundaries and say no to things. I had a hard time with this in high school. I used to think I had to go to every party and do everything that I got asked to do because it would keep me in the loop, but I ended up really overwhelming myself a lot of times, and I was also working um, a lot, and I just had a lot on my plate as well as with running and other activities, so I would recommend to set your boundaries, make sure that you set time time aside to do self-care and to take care of yourself and your mental health because it's so easy to let things pile up and pile up. This is important for college too, especially because in college you're balancing like this massive social life as well as a really, really intense workload. So start practicing that in high school and it'll be a lot easier once you get to college to set your boundaries and balance your time. Okay, my next tip is that not everyone is partying. In high school, I was definitely a part of the partying scene because I simply thought that everyone was partying. And to be honest with you guys, I wish that I had not been a part of that scene at all. Nothing came out of it good ever. It was always drama and I was surrounded by people that didn't have the same morals as me, which led me into some pretty dangerous situations that I regret a lot. Obviously, I have a lot of good memories from high school and I learned a lot of lessons, but if I was being true to myself, I wouldn't have been involved in the things that I was involved in. And I just want to let you know that not every kid is partying and there are tons of kids that don't want to be a part of that scene and will accept you into their group. You just have to be strong in what you want and voice your opinion. If you don't feel comfortable with something, speak up. Don't just do it because everybody else is. And I know that this sounds silly because you feel like everybody's partying. You see everybody out on Snapchat every weekend, but I promise you that there's kids sitting in their room on Saturday night just like you, and they're probably dying to be friends with you anyways. So reach out to people, ask people to do things one-on-one, and get to know them. And you won't regret it. And You'll have plenty of time to party and try things in college, I promise you. You don't need to get, quote, experienced in high school. It doesn't make any sense to me. Everybody moves at their own pace, and that's totally fine. All right. The next thing we're going to talk about is boy tips, specifically for high school. So one girl asked me about seeking validation from guys, and I resonate with this so much. This kind of means like, if he hooks up with me, he thinks I'm hot. If he hooks up with me, I'll get in his friend group, like needing guys to pay attention to you to have a good self-esteem or trying to use them to boost your self-esteem. I was kind of in my own world until junior year when I started getting interested in boys, and I dated around. I had boyfriends. I never really liked anyone that much, but I, you know, experimented and whatever, had little flings, but 
I definitely felt like everybody was hooking up with everyone and I needed to be a part of that scene or I wasn't hot or I wasn't pretty at all. And to be honest, this is the most false thing ever because dating these different guys and, you know, talking to other guys, it never helped my self-esteem at all. The only thing that built up my self-esteem was when I did that inner work and I learned how to love myself from within and not just based on other people or what I look like on the outside. And that changed my life. You have to just do that inner work. That's going to be a whole other episode, but at the end of the day, other people's opinions on you will not, it's not going to fulfill you. It's not, it's, it's just not going to help you at all. So it's okay to be abstinent. It's okay to not talk to anyone. It doesn't mean that you're ugly or not hot. Um, If you think no guys are hitting you up, they probably just don't think that you're interested, which is how I was for years. And then of course, when I started showing interest, I did have boys asking me out but you it's all in your head like if you don't think anyone likes you they definitely do you are just probably really quiet like how I was but you have to learn at the end of the day you have to learn how to be happy on your own and learn how to be your own best friend so if I got locked in my room for two days or I had to quarantine I think I'd be okay I might go a little bit nuts but I would figure out how to make use of my time because I'm okay with being alone. Obviously, I would much prefer to be with my friends or with my boyfriend, but I love myself a lot and I like myself. So I like hanging out with myself. So at the end of the day, I'm secure and like I'm good. And high school is a great time to practice this, especially because you have a lot of free time. The workload is nothing compared to college. So I would make use of your time and learn how to be your own best friend. Okay. Another tip going along with boys is on cheating. So I know that cheating is the worst feeling in the world. It is devastating. I remember when I found out one thing, I was on the way to an event and I was absolutely heartbroken. I just like was crying and it was terrible. It was the worst feeling ever. It's like a burning panic in your chest and you just feel very worthless and stuff. But I I learned throughout my life that there's only really one reason why guys cheat and I'm going to tell you it right now. So when men feel threatened, they need to get their ego stroked. So they go for something easier and faster. So don't be that girl. And don't get worked up if it happens to you, because that just means that they needed to get their ego stroke by something less than you. So that doesn't mean that the other girl's better than you. It means that they're actually worse. Um, And I hate putting other women down. That's not what this is about. But if you need something to make you feel better, this is what I would like latch on to. It also just means that they're a piece of shit. If they wanted to cheat on you, they should have just broken up with you. Because that means that they didn't really like you, their partner, which is not fun at all. So if you sense that your partner doesn't really like you, you should just cut it off anyways because that doesn't really make any sense. That's not fun. That's not the point of a relationship. The point of a relationship is to be in love and to go on dates and have a best friend. And that's how you know it works. If you are best friends, that's the best kind of relationship. So now... I'm going to talk about college. 
Also, this episode is a lot shorter because I have literally recorded this four times. I just keep deleting it and keep fucking messing up and it's so annoying, but I'm doing my best and I'm just reading off the bullets. I'm not really going into as much detail as last time and saying as much things about my experience, but I can do a separate one about my high school experience specifically because it was a rough time, but my life is a billion times better now. So, okay. Next, we're going to move on to college. So when I went into college, the best thing I did was I expected my first semester to suck because your first semester at college is not going to be awesome. And it, I mean, it may be, it might be for some, but no matter what, it will probably be your worst semester of college because you're learning and you're figuring things out. So you're probably not going to have a million friends at first. I definitely thought that I would. I had like a, my syllabus week friend group, which you'll hear that a lot of people have. And then slowly we all kind of broke off because I didn't connect with most of them as much as others. Um, And then I had like friends from that group and whatever. Um, But you might not have a million friends at first and you might feel really lonely. And I'm just telling you that everybody feels that way. No matter how many friends it looks like someone has on social media, most people are kind of freaking out because they have no idea what's going on. So don't feel bad if you feel like even though you have friends, you feel really isolated. Or even if you do have friends, you just feel like you're not really connecting or don't have enough. Everyone feels the same way. Everyone's in the same boat. And no one really knows each other that well after, like, what, three months of being in school until, like, the end. I did meet one of my best friends in the whole world, Avery, first semester. Um, And I also met my really good friends, Allie and Jen. And I met a whole bunch of other people. But it took some time to get close with those girls. And I ended up not being friends with the same girls as when I first got to college. Except for Avery, who I met, like, first day of school. Um, the next tip is if you don't like something, someone or something, you can cut them off because in college you're an adult and the only person you're obligated to make happy is yourself. Period. Okay. In college, especially at a big school, if you don't want to ever see anyone again, or if you don't ever want to see someone again, you really don't have to. I don't recommend aggressively cutting someone off because that's not really kind, But if there's someone that you need to get out of your life, you can make that decision for yourself. Because what? Are you going to try to please everyone forever? No, that's no way to live. Um, College is different from high school. And ultimately, you're there to do really well in school and to have a really good time. So don't let anyone or anything get in the way of that. My next thing is to get involved. This is the only way to make friends in college. Oh, I just yawned. Excuse me. You have to get involved. Go to the mega fair. Rush a sorority. Even if you don't want to rush, I think you should just go through the process just to see what it's like. You don't have to join a sorority, but I think you'll be surprised. You might meet someone. You might meet a group of girls that you really mesh with. Sorry, I just heard some someone. Okay. Um, oh, along with that, it's okay to change your major and your clubs 100 times. I went into college as a media major, and it was hard because my identity was kind of wrapped up in that. 
but I also didn't do nutrition only because I thought it would be too hard and I wouldn't be smart enough, which obviously is so stupid because I'm, I am smart enough. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so tired. I didn't get any sleep last night. And you're smart enough too. You should never let how smart you think you are get in the way of doing a major because that's so silly. I promise that you are. You only have one life to live. So why not at least give it your full effort and try to reach your full potential? So with that being said, don't get your identity attached to one major because you might end up hating it and you need to learn how to be flexible. You don't want to grow up in a job you hate. Even if you get to junior year and you hate it, you should still switch and you can just take, you can just be a fifth year. Like you've got to be flexible and everybody has a completely different path and yours will probably not look like the person next to you. To you. My next school tip, I have two school tips left. So get to know your professors and communicate with them. This is something that I did, especially my second semester. First semester, it's hard because you're so nervous. But second semester, I you should really push yourself to do this. So I really developed relationships with my professors, especially two of them. And it ended up serving me really, really well. I had one big project that was very triggering for my eating disorder. Obviously, because I'm a dietetics major, I have to do things that are kind of triggering sometimes. But this project was just too much. I um, talked to my teacher on the phone and we came up with a different route for me and I was able to complete the project without uh, doing this one specific step of it. Um, it also really helped me with the pandemic when we went like transitioned to online because I really struggled with online school and I got a little extra time on a couple things because my teachers really like me and they know that I'm willing to work my butt off. I just struggle a lot with online school, which is obviously understandable when you're going from being in class and engaging with the teacher every day to being alone at home, stuck there. So if you develop those relationships, you will never, you never know. We've all learned this, especially this past year. You never know what's going to happen. So why not use your professors to your advantage and get to know them? And also a lot of your professors for your major classes, they have the job that you want. My dietetics professors are dietitians. So it's fun for me to pick their brain and see what I can learn from them. And I do my best to learn as much as I can because their experiences are so cool and very beneficial to me. <sighs> again, same as high school. I'm not going to really go into this again, but you don't have to party. There's so many other things to do. Um, it's okay to say no, and you're really at school for your degree. Not fun. The social part is a big part of college. I won't lie. Um, you learn a lot of life lessons through that but you're there to go to school and get your degree in the end. Okay, another thing about going out is please do not ever starve yourself before going out. Diet culture is very normalized in college, and you will see that when you get there. I mean, girls are always bragging about how little they ate and how they didn't eat anything before going out because they wanted to save calories or look good in their outfit. I just want to let you know that that is literally the stupidest thing ever. Your body needs fuel before you go out, your stomach needs lining, and doing 
stuff like that is so dangerous. You can literally get liver cancer from doing that excessively. You can also get kidney disease and it's just terrible for your pancreas, everything. So don't do that no matter what anybody says. Um, if you're worried about wearing the outfits, I think that you shouldn't care so much. If you're worried about boys seeing you with like a quote bloated stomach, you don't want a guy who's going to judge you for your stomach being bloated. That's so dumb. You want somebody who loves you for who you are, not how your tank top looks. Like, come on, girls. We got to be strong women here. Not eating before you go out can put you in seriously dangerous situations. And at that point, it's a waste of time. It's not even fun to go out when you're like that because you're so tired and your body is deprived of nutrients. It's just really dangerous, especially on a college campus where you don't know everyone. You really can't trust everybody because you don't know them. And you're a lot more vulnerable to police and getting extremely intoxicated very quickly. You will notice when you first get to college, it's a lot different than high school parties. Um, it's a lot wilder and you've really got to have some self-control and be smart about your decisions. So I made this mistake a lot. I used to like starve myself before going out. And then I realized that that was pr pretty much the stupidest thing that I've ever done. And I never do that anymore. In fact, if I don't eat, then I don't let myself go out. Even if you just have like a PB&J, you've got to have something in your stomach. So the next question is from Avery, who I will have on my podcast next week. She's one of my best friends, and I met her first semester of college in my first storm. Um, she said, what do I like if I don't? Or what do I do if I don't like where I am? What if I cry in my room every day with my best friend? So Avery and I would literally sit on the ground and bawl our eyes out because we're both highly anxious people. We are both, we struggle with transition and change. And at the beginning of college, I'm not going to lie, I really struggled. I was struggling with my mental health and my eating disorder severely before I even got to college. But once I got to school, it just exacerbated it with the amount of stress that I was going through trying to get all A's and stuff like that. Um, and I let that get the better of me and I completely let my mental health fall under the rug. Um, but at least I had Avery there to support me and to cry with me. She's the best ever. I love her to death. I cannot wait to have her on here we will probably talk about this more because um I don't know like well I know everything about her experience but I don't want to put words in her mouth but my tip for if you don't like where you are is to stick it out a semester but if you don't like it after that I think you should just leave like everybody has a different path and no one's is going to be the same Avery's now going to a nursing school that's amazing she's so smart and so awesome. And just because you don't like like a public four-year university doesn't mean you're not smart or you're not meant to be at school. It just means that that specific thing isn't for you. And you should do something that makes you happy because if you try to waste your time at a school that you hate, you're wasting money. I will say I've heard that it's very difficult to be a transfer student, but I don't really know why. I've talked to a few girls about that. It's hard to make friends, I've heard. But again, every experience is different. And if you absolutely hate the school you're at, you should leave. For me, I didn't really like Miami at first. And I was seriously considered transferring um, to OSU or somewhere else. 
but I am very grateful that I stuck it out. And the biggest thing that changed it for me was rush. Um, some schools rush in the fall. So I think that that is probably something that's really beneficial to meet those girls right away. But we rushed in the winter and that was what changed the game for me. Also, I met my amazing boyfriend at Miami and if I hadn't stuck it out for the semester, I wouldn't have met him. And obviously I love Miami, not only because of him, but I mean, he's my best friend in the world. So that sure helped a lot. Um, the next thing, okay. One girl asked me to, to talk about sorority rush. I feel like I could do a whole podcast on this, but I'm not going to, um, because I don't know. It's just, it's a lot. So when you go through rush, your row gammas, which is the girls who lead your rush group are going to tell you they're going to end up where you're meant to be. Don't stress about it. You're going to end up where you're meant to be. And I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. Personally, I went to, well, I went into it with not really any particular one I wanted to be in. I kind of had an idea of some I liked based off of their Instagrams, which doesn't really tell you anything. But yeah, I I like knew about some of them, but I never really went on Greek Rank or any of those websites. By the way, those websites are literally so shit. Don't even go on them. And if you do, don't listen to what they say because everything is based off your own experience and everyone's opinions are different, obviously. Um, but I never had any like older sisters or older friends go through Rush either, so I had no idea what to expect. And I think that benefited me because I had no expectations for myself. I talked about whatever was on my heart, and I ended up in a place that I fit in perfectly with. Now, on bid day, I didn't get the result that I was expecting, quite honestly. And a lot of, I'm not afraid to say this because a lot of the girls in my current sorority already know this because I'm very close with all of them, but I was really shocked and I was upset. But after I went and met everyone, I knew that I was where I was meant to be and I've met my best friends ever. I love everyone in my sorority. I can't believe how similar we all are. It's like the best thing. It is probably the best thing that's ever happened to me besides meeting my boyfriend, Eli. It, It's just crazy. It does work out. You just got to be yourself. Don't worry too much about what you're wearing and all that shit because if they're genuine people, they're going to see you for who you are. And that's how I felt when I went into Kappa Delta's room. I literally cried during one of the rounds because I, I knew in my heart that these girls were so kind and so genuine. And I think that you will know when you get to where you're meant to be. And it might take a month or so to really feel comfortable, but you got to give it time and meet your people. If I hadn't gone, if I hadn't rushed, I wouldn't have met my big Megan who is, and my grand big and great grand big who are amazing. I love my fam so much. Um, I wouldn't have met Sophie or any of my other friends, all of the girls, they're all equally amazing. And I wouldn't have met them if I had um, gotten upset or let my prior, um, like my prior opinions get in the way. So you just kind of got to go with the flow and see where you end up and really just try to be yourself and it will work out for you. So next I'm going to talk about, I got a couple questions on comparing yourself to other girls and 
I used to really, really struggle with this. I totally understand. You know, you you look at a girl and you're like, oh, I want to be like her. I want to look like her. But I think there's only one thing that can really help you stop doing this. And you have to realize this. I would say it to myself every single time I started comparing myself to someone. I would say this in my head. And the more I said it, the more I believed it. I know that that sounds crazy, but I swear to God, it works. I was so skeptical, but you've got to just repeat things. This works with like anxiety mantras, any kind of mantra. It trains your subconscious mind to believe these things. So when you start comparing yourself to other girls, you've just got to say to yourself, you know what? I only have one life. Why am I going to waste it wishing I was someone else? I hate to break it to you, but you will never look like someone who's not you, no matter what you do. I guess you can get plastic surgery, but you're still never going to look exactly the same as someone else. Everybody is beautifully unique. That's so cool, right? You only have one life, so why are you going to spend it wishing that you were someone else? Where When you have this awesome body right here, your body is not here to look pretty, okay? Yes, it's a perk. Women are beautiful and men are beautiful, but that's not the point of having a body. The point of having a body is to spread your soul and spread your inside to the world. So when you get jealous or you compare yourself to another girl, I want you to say, you know what? She's really beautiful and I appreciate her beauty, but I'm beautiful too. And also, I know that there's somebody looking at you, whoever's listening to this right now, there is somebody in your life looking at you and they want to be just like you, okay? Everybody wants what they cannot have. So what I did was I took that to heart and I said, you know what? I'm never going to look like this girl over here. I'm never going to look like that girl over here. So I'm just going to be happy with how I am right now. And I can make improvements to my life and continue to be healthy and reach my goals. But I'm not going to compare me on the outside, inside, or my path to anyone else. If you feel like this other girl over here is doing the most, instead of being jealous of her, you can say, wow, she works really hard. I appreciate how hard she works. I want to be like that. And you can work towards pushing yourself more and more. And eventually you'll reach your own individual goals. It's a waste of time to compare yourself. And you're much better off striving to be the best you. And then at some point, you'll probably improve yourself and feel amazing just as you are. So try try to take that to heart. and listen to that. That's my best advice for that. But yeah. So that was all I have for today. That was all the questions. If you have any more questions, feel free to DM me at Meals by Madeline. I'm really excited to put this one up because I think it's important and all these tips are from my heart. Um, I hope that you enjoyed it and got something out of it and I will see you next week. I'm sorry that this wasn't posted on Saturday. That's kind of what I'm trying to do is a Saturday posting schedule. I went on a trip this weekend, and like I said before, I deleted the past four recordings that I tried to do. So, yeah, I hope this was good, and I will see you all next time. I love y'all. Please stay healthy, fuel yourself, and stay safe with all this COVID going around. Wear your mask, girlfriend. All right. Bye.